thing. I, you know, I came off of a pretty successful book last year, and I had no intention of actually doing it. But the reality is, once the country went into lockdown, I was sitting at home for four months. You know, you couldn't go to work, church, school, nothing. And I started researching our opponent, and I figured, you know, there was a point in time, you know, where the media would do this sort of stuff. They'd sort of figure out the history of someone and then paint the picture for the American public. And I started looking, and you know, I do this stuff all day long, and I was amazed. Uh, just amazed at how little actual information there is out there about Joe Biden, who's been a swamp creature for 50 years. I mean, he got his first elected office when he was in his 20s. I was negative eight when Joe Biden became a swamp monster. Uh, and I'm old as dirt now. <laughs> so I was sitting there thinking, like, I can't believe it. The media is really trying to pull one over the people. You know, it's Joe Biden. He's moderate Joe, blue collar Joe from Scranton, Pennsylvania. You know, he's none of those things. And when you look at the history, whether it's the terrible decisions that shipped American jobs abroad for decades, whether it's you know the health issues, the brain aneurysms, you know, which could probably explain why he can't remember where he is most of the time. Uh, when you look at the family, whether it's Hunter, uh, the billion five from China, the hundred grand a month from Ukraine, all these sort of no-show jobs and board seats because of his father's office, as well as his brother uh, Jim, who did the same thing. You know, getting housing contracts in the Middle East from the U.S. government despite never having built a home in his life. Uh, you start saying, oh, my God, I mean, this guy is the definition of the swamp. This is exactly what America revolted against uh, in 2016. And the media has abdicated their responsibility to inform the American public about all of the shadiness, all of the disgusting decisions, all of the bad decisions, even the racial decisions. You know, and they give Joe Biden a total pass. These are things that if Donald Trump did or if our family did, would be totally disqualifying uh, in a presidential race. But the media wants Joe Biden, not because Joe Biden's good or a good candidate or anything, but because they can utilize him as camouflage to push in the radical left. They're going to get Kamala Harris. She's going to be the real decision maker. They're going to get Bernie Sanders policies, all of these things that the left wants, but they know won't resonate with the American electorate. So they can utilize Joe Biden as this sort of cloak uh, to get those radical policies in there. And I said, since the media refuses to do their job, I have to. So I wrote liberal privilege because I get to hear a lot about privilege on a daily basis these days. But the one type of privilege no one talks about is liberal privilege, the ability to do and say anything, to not be held accountable, to be held to a different set of standards, whether that's, you know, again, Hunter Biden taking a billion five from the Chinese government, which equals $30 million a year in fees a year. You know, if I took $1.5 from the Chinese government, I'd be in jail right now. Uh, if it's Nancy Pelosi, you saw with the hair salon, and she has the gall to blame the hair salon owner because Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to follow the rules she set for everyone else. That's right. Because she's the Marie Antoinette of the 21st century. Someone had to put it down. The, the bias in the media and where people are getting their news is so flagrant, someone had to put out the counterpoint. We're speaking with Donald Trump Jr. Again, new book liberal privilege, Joe Biden, or I like the new nickname, Joe Hyden, Joe Biden and the Democrat defense of the indefensible. You know, Don, you're exactly right. But what is breaking right now is that in the battleground states, in the suburbs, really all over the country, people are awake, people are engaged, people don't want to see rioting, people don't want to defund the police. Biden now, think of this, what your dad, what you guys have done with the campaign, you are forcing him out of the basement. And that's a place that all, it, Nancy Pelosi said, let's not even have the debates. Don, they don't have confidence in Biden. 
Well, and, and by the way, neither would anyone who actually observes Biden for a few minutes. Like I said, I mean, this is a man that can't remember where he is 50% of the time. The other day he says, well, in 10 days I'll travel to in 10 days. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, 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 they let him out of his borough uh, every couple of weeks. He gives a fake press conference where you see he's panicking, trying to read a teleprompted answer that he's actually reading the subtext, not just the sort of bullet points. Uh, he has no idea where he is. I mean, is he going to react in 10 days if Russia or China play a game or Iran or North Korea starts doing shady stuff? I mean, he's going to wait 10 days. I mean, is he not capable of coming out of the basement where if he does a, a, a softball, I, I don't want to say press conference because it's not a press conference when you're reading the answers to the press. So it's somewhere between a, 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 a contrived teleprompted speech uh, and, and something else. I mean, how is he going to function in the real world. And if Donald Trump did those things and showed that sort of level of incompetence, forgetfulness, confusing the wife and the sister, forgetting the office he'd run, they'd be screaming 25th Amendment all day long. But when Joe Biden shows real cognitive decline, it's, oh, there's nothing to see here. He's, this is wonderful. I mean, for three months, the Democrats sat on their hands. They didn't mention the looting, the rioting, the arson, not nothing. Not, not a word until Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon say, hey, guys, guys, it's sort of affecting us in the polls because Americans now recognize the Democrat Party was like tacitly accepting of these things. They thought it was good for them. It's not just happening in the big city. Now it's coming to your suburbs. Americans don't want that. Uh, I think they get it. They, they watch that week-long I Hate America Zoom call, also known as the DNC. And they saw not one person of the hundreds of speakers they had, not one person brought up the looting, the rioting. They had a week to address it. Ten days ago. No one touched it. I wonder why. We're speaking with Donald Trump Jr. Don, what happened in Wisconsin with Jacob Blake, obviously, listen, nobody wanted that. The police were trying to get control of the situation. But I can't believe that Joe Biden is going to meet with the father. The father is, based on his record, that is not the type of people you want to sit down with. Well, it's, it's interesting. I sort of put out a tweet about that earlier. I mean, you, you see the guy's Facebook page, you know, and he's not the son, and that doesn't mean, what, you know, what happened to the son was right or wrong. I'm not even commenting on it. The way the media gaslit it, it looked really bad when you only saw the two-second clip of That's right. him getting shot in the back. Now, when you see the 10 minutes of context, when you hear about, you know, the sex you know, offender stuff, when you hear that the, the girlfriend called him because he was attacking her, the cops fault him on the ground for five minutes before he breaks free and sticks his arm into, you know, presumably grab a knife. Well, that's a little different, but the media didn't paint that picture. The media wanted you to jump to conclusions. Uh, you know, they're, they're screaming fire in a crowded theater at this point. But the father, with the anti-Semitic commentary, the anti-Christian commentary, that I, I, didn't, I only saw a fraction of it. Uh, and, you know, Joe Biden's going to meet with that guy? Like, you know, doesn't mean what happened to his son was right. That, you know, I'm not justifying that, but, like, you know, I, I don't know that this guy should be getting the time of day. Now, I'll say, you know, the mother actually had one of the more reasoned responses to the craziness. Meaning she said, hey, you know, we shouldn't be burning down buildings because of it. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong, but we think this should, you know, and she could be the one person in America that I could justify total irrational hysteria from. I I would understand that. I'm the father of five kids myself. Like, I I would totally understand that even if he was in the wrong, um, you know, being hysterical. But she actually had a much more reasoned response than anyone in the media. And you could see the media trying to bait her into, you know, saying bad stuff about Donald Trump, who had nothing to do with the incident, and saying, you know, saying that it was bad stuff about the cops because the, the Democrats hate the cops and law and order. 
Uh, and she didn't do it, which was pretty impressive, actually. Folks, we're speaking with Donald Trump Jr.'s new book, Liberal Privilege. And Don, as a New Yorker, you must feel great that, first of all, it's terrible what Bill de Blasio has done to New York City. But the New York City police stepped up and they have endorsed the campaign. Yeah, that, that doesn't happen often, obviously, especially in these Democrat strongholds. But when you look at what's going on uh, between Andrew Cuomo and Bill de Blasio for New York City uh, and state, uh, it, it's been a disaster. I mean, no one has shipped more people to Florida than those guys. The incompetent decisions, the Andrew Cuomo sending the sick patients with COVID-19 back into nursing homes, a vulnerable population that everyone, literally everyone, the only thing we knew about COVID when it started was that the elderly and those with pre-existing conditions, which also happen to be disproportionately elderly, are greatly affected by this. And this guy sends them back into the nursing homes to infect 10,000 people died because of that executive order alone. And now magically they can't find the data about it. They said, we'll be able to produce it by November 5th because these crooked politicians uh, can get away with anything at this point. You know, Andrew Cuomo is the worst governor in America as it relates to responding to COVID. There's not a single metric where he hasn't been 50 out of 50 in his response, but because he'll talk negatively about Donald Trump, uh, they'll, they'll build him up as though he's had a success instead of an abject failure. And, you know, again, just another example of liberal privilege that I get to talk about in the book. We're speaking with Donald Trump Jr. Liberal privilege is the new book, folks. It is flying off of Amazon. The New York Times has to list it as a top book. Joe Biden and the Democrats defend defense of the indefensible on the John DePietro show. Don, take us back a week ago. That must have been tremendous as uh, speaking and your dad delivered just over the fence, out of the park uh, acceptance of the Republic. That what an incredible week that was for the Republican National Convention. It, it really was. I mean, you saw the juxtaposition. You know, you, you heard stories. I, I was sort of laughing to myself watching the Democrats criticize it. You know, they put on a Zoom call that had the production value of, you know, my kid's kindergarten class uh, Zoom call. I, I guess ever since Harvey Weinstein went to prison, they just lost their flair for the dramatic. But you, you saw that hatred. With it. There's nothing good about America. It's a disaster. You juxtapose that to the stories from real hardworking Americans who are living the American dream at the RNC, uh, stories that could only happen uh, in the United States of America. It, it was just so warm. It made me so much more proud than I already am uh, to be American, to see those kind of stories. Uh, and it, it, it was just awesome. I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. You know, again, especially when you compare it to the other side, um, the two visions for America, for their future, uh, couldn't be further apart. And that's the same with the policies, where we're now really competing against a socialist Marxist uh, agenda that is, you know, on Joe Biden's website. That's not me, you know, speaking in hyperbole. I mean, that is the Biden-Sanders joint unity platform on Joe Biden's actual website. So, um, you know, there's never been a bigger disparity between the two parties. And that should scare everyone in America because they have the privilege of paying, you know, $4 trillion tax hike of Joe Biden's to be able to spend, you know, give free health care to illegal immigrants, free education in college to illegals, free lawyers as they flood the border uh, to help them get into the country. That's going to destroy the middle and lower class of this country. That's going to stress our system that we pay for. Now, you have the privilege of paying for illegals, but you don't have the privilege of getting those benefits for free for yourself. I mean, that's the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans these days. The Democrats will arrest you and fine you for opening up your business to feed your family. 
but they won't if you loot someone else's business. I mean, think about that. You know, where we are today. It's truly scary. We're speaking with Donald Trump Jr., his new book, Liberal Privilege. Don, the people, right now you speak of the people of Rhode Island and Massachusetts. What what you need to know, the president needs to know. Now, just two weeks ago, there was a Trump boat parade right under, it started underneath the Newport Bridge right there in Rhode Island. So scenic, all the people, Rhode Island, Massachusetts. Don, over 1,000 boats on the bay wow. for the Trump boat parade. And on top of that- you have Trump stores here in New England. They can't keep the merchandise inside the stores. And something very significant happened on Tuesday with the endorsement of AOC. Senator Markey defeated a Kennedy, a Kennedy in the primary. If that is not an alarm going off for people that the leftists, the progressives are trying to take over, I don't know what else is. Oh, 100%. And that's what I've said. I mean, this isn't your grandparents' Democrat Party. No. It's just not. And I see that, whether it's you know in Massachusetts or Rhode Island or like in the Rust Belt, where there's a strong tradition of sort of blue-collar Democrats. The, the Democrats don't represent blue-collar working-class America. They've totally forgotten about that. I mean, think about, you know, Rhode Island and Massachusetts, where a Kennedy loses. Like, John F. Kennedy in today's Democrat Party would be considered alt-right. They'd cancel him. He'd be me too and canceled, and he'd be out of... He'd be out of government. He's not a Democrat hero anymore for these people. And that's what people have to understand. Joe Biden is basically camouflaged. They're going to try to run him as a moderate, despite the policy saying exactly the opposite. The media will spend billions of dollars selling the American public that Joe Biden's some sort of moderate. He's going to bid moderate policies. He's not in charge. Kamala will be in charge. AOC and Bernie will be in charge. They're the ones that are doing. And that goes to show you, if a Kennedy can't win in Massachusetts, you know who really owns this party, and it ain't the moderates. Don, I just have a last random question for you. Coming up on September 9th, the vaping industry is up against it. Now, in, in all of our society, you don't want to put people out of business. People do have freedoms. Do you have any thoughts or insight on this on the vaping industry and what could happen to them? You know, I, I don't. I'm outside of the administration. I'm a, you know, I'm a libertarian as it comes to those things, so I sort of you know, live, and let live as long as you're safe with these things. It doesn't bother me at all, so... You know, I, I'm, I'm one of those that, you know, I, I don't believe in excessive regulation. I don't believe in governmental overstep. And, you know, generally speaking, neither does my father as it relates to those things. Uh, I, I know that's been a controversy across the country. Uh, and, you know, again, I, I, I'm sort of live and let live on the issue. Folks, again, his new book, Liberal Privilege, Joe Biden, Democrats, Defense of the Indefensible. He is Donald Trump Jr. Don, great to talk to you. Keep up the great work. You let the president know. New England, Southern New England, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut. This is Trump country up here. And a lot of people want to flip these states and bring it home in the Trump column. Yeah, and that's what they have to do. They have to make sure to get out there. I mean, we can flip some congressional seats. That makes a difference. It's not just about the presidency. Don't think of it as a lost cause. You know, get out there and vote. It makes a difference. You send a message that we aren't in support of the radical agenda. So, you know, get out there and make sure you stay just as motivated and get your friends in the swing states uh, to be even more so. All right, done. Good luck. Thank you for joining us. Good luck on the campaign trail. Thank you. Be well. All right. And what's that? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I will accept uh, your congratulations on that award. Thank you. Yes, I was very happy to win that. Again, Donald Trump Jr., thank you. Winning, uh, just congratulating me on winning the Rhode Island Monthly Best Talk Show Host Award. It's all right here, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You just heard Donald Trump Jr. on The John DePietro Show.